Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, Ben, Matt, we are talking about somebody... Oh, I don't know. Who could it be, uh... Tell you what, it's someone who never gets mentioned in award speeches. Satan? <laughs> That's right, Matt. That's right. Today, we are following up on our video podcast that came out earlier uh, with an audio podcast on Satan. The question of the day, which we addressed in our video podcast, was, are there real Satan worshipers? Yes. And we found that, in fact... Yes, there are. And mm -hmm. basically the answer we got in the YouTube comments was, of course. Yeah. Uh, I guess people know a lot more about Satan worship than we do. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Hey, we get it. Uh, we're, we've been doing some research all week and finding all kinds of fun things. So we're going to give you kind of a background on all of this stuff. We're going to give you some of the allegations mm -hmm. against uh, worshipers of Satan. And we're going to look at the reality of Luciferianism, which is a slightly different thing. Sure. Um and yeah, we're come along with for the ride. Yeah, uh 
hop on, make a Faustian bargain with us for the rest of this podcast. I don't know what that means. I promise this podcast is not like seven years long. If a soul exists, you will keep yours at the end. Uh, first, a little bit of a disclaimer. Matt, you and I know that it is incredibly difficult to talk about these sorts of subjects, right? Absolutely. And we want to make sure that we're separating the facts from our opinions, mm-hmm. and we will be extremely careful to let you know what is our opinion um, and what are the facts. So, yeah, Satan. Right, yes, Satan. And uh, when it, we hope you enjoy this episode, and if you do love it, please let us know if you do have a problem or there's something you think we got completely wrong. Uh, please remember that because these things are so subjective, uh, it's very easy for anyone, including Matt, myself, and possibly you, listener, to mistake an opinion for a fact. Even Noel. Even super producer Noel, who needs a shout out here. Noel, we had some people write in, by the way, about the Halloween special. You kind of did a great job. Yeah. We got some tweets asking where the music is. We got some great emails about it. Anyhow, Satan. Noel, uh, I think, did it on his own with his own blood, sweat, and tears and no dark deals with Mephistopheles. (laughs) Uh, In the conventional Christian sense, right, Satan is who, Matt? He is a rebellious angel. Uh, some say he was the most loved by God, mm-hmm. but he did God wrong, and uh, he had to go to a, a place down below. Right. In some of the Aramaic religions or in stories, right, ancient stories about Lucifer or the devil, as the entity is known today, the devil really loses huge points with God when God creates humans who are... Yep. God's new favorite thing ever, and he tells all the angels, God tells all the angels to bow down before humans, and Lucifer is... No, man, I was here first, I'm the, come on, you can't do that to me. Yeah, he was like, this is bunk, and this is dumb. Well, yeah, it's an an interesting idea, it goes back to when you look at uh, children and families where there are multiple children and mm-hmm. the psychology behind being the firstborn, secondborn, like a middle child or a mm-hmm. third child. And um, the Bible got a lot of the stuff kind of right about the internal, uh, let's say, demons that you have to fight. Huh. Interesting comparison, Matt. I haven't I have not thought about it that way. But we do know that uh, we do know that some of these stories are repeated throughout the three mm-hmm. Abrahamic religions, right? Um, and we know that because of this rebellion, right, uh, however it happens, of course, the details differ, right, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the timeline of when Satan falls. But we know that because of this rebellion, he becomes the antagonist of this universe or this belief system. Uh, and this interpretation of Satan has changed over time. So modern Christianity today associates Satan with the serpent in Adam and Eve, who's going, hey, come on, man, just eat the fruit. Yeah. Why, why are you being be weird? Yeah, yeah, come on. You're being so weird, Eve. Um, but Satan himself, as as we mentioned in the video, the actual individual is more of a New Testament thing. Yeah, then in the New Testament, you see Satan come along when he's tempting Jesus, uh, when he's out on, when Jesus is out on his wilderness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of seen as a tempter there, where he's trying to get Jesus to move away from his 
faith by offering him things. Sure. Yeah. They have that Lion King moment where they stand on the cliff and he says, all of this can be yours if you just do what I say, essentially, yep. if you just choose me over God. So this concept of an adversarial spirit is far from unique. Many religions have adversarial entities, right? And it's possible that the modern understanding of Satan in the Christian and perhaps the Islamic religion as well uh, derive in part from religious syncretism, the melding of different religions when they meet. So we've got the Abrahamic concepts dating back to Ha Satan, the mm-hmm. just obstructor, the challenger, uh, to and pre-existing religions, uh, particularly Babylonian, which was fascinating to me, Matt. Yeah, we took a look at Zoroastrianism. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Did some just some Wikipedia even just to make sure I match up all the imagery sure, and everything. Yeah. It's fascinating. One interesting thing that we found in our research is that one group's god uh, can be another group's Satan and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we found this in a couple of different places. Uh, what's the name of that group? Gnosticism. The Gnostics. The Gnostics. This is a name for a group of beliefs. The the practitioners believe that the material world, this, the one that we're existing on that you're listening to this podcast in, was created and is ruled by a demiurge or creator who is not God, the ruler of the spirit world. Uh, so God, the actual God rules the spirit world. Yes. And this demiurge rules the material plane. That's correct. All right. And we know that uh, this demiurge is not the best entity, not the best thing. In fact, it's often an antagonist attempting to impede the human soul or spirit from reaching the higher plane. Uh, you'll hear it called names like Yaldabaoth. Um, there, there are some great moments in Gnostic literature about this Yaldabaoth, this chief archon. Um, in this system, what we think of as the main god is instead the Stimiurge, and uh, there's a higher plane with a benevolent creator that exists in the spiritual world. So if you can cast your memory back there, Lord, to uh, borrow from a Van Morrison song, uh, to centuries and centuries ago when people would say, this is the god that we worship. And then these Gnostic folks would say, oh, your god is the bad guy, though. We're mm-hmm. we're doing something else. So you guys are sort of devil worshipers. But, of course, it wasn't phrased in that way. And uh, the these beliefs, Gnostic beliefs, were considered heretical and uh, very close to uh, Satanism. But it's, it's a different interpretation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We do know that there are different types of straight-up Satanism, though. So the one that you probably know about the most was started by this guy named Anton LaVey. It's called, uh, the system is also called Atheistic Satanism. It's a religious philosophy that bases a lot of its system of belief on egoism, individualism, and self-deification. So you, you are the most important thing as the practitioner inside this belief system. Okay, but it's still it still I think counts in a religious way because they practice magic, right? Oh yeah, they practice magic, um, but they do not worship Satan or the devil. Okay, so they worship the uh, symbol that yes, this, exactly this Luciferian, uh, almost Promethean light bringer. That's what they're worshiping. And we found that that's pretty common, at least uh, from when I was searching around. That's a fairly common thing in people who say they worship. Satan or the devil, they they use a system of belief, not necessarily actually worshiping a deity or mm-hmm. anti-deity. 
So then in this case, we know that this would not, this would not be the real Satan worshipers that we're talking about in our videos or in the title question of this podcast. Not necessarily. Not they necessarily. fit in because of, you know, they call themselves sure. Satanists. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay. I would say no. Well, we, we know that you can read more about this type of Satanism in uh, Anton LaVey's book, The Satanic Bible, and we have a list of some of their rules. Again, these were made by Anton LaVey. These did not come down from some sort of golden tablet equivalent or whatever. Uh, it's pretty transparent about that. Yeah, and, t- you know, it's what... So this is the opinion time, but I feel like it should definitely be called Leveism rather than Satanism, just because it was kind of written by one guy. I see what you're saying, and I wonder if, you know, I, I wonder what the choice was to say that. I guess it's because the symbol informs so much of the belief system. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the thing. If you make something up, you you get to name it. It's true, and no offense to the guy, but saying something is Satanism, I'm sure, didn't hurt in getting some press. Mm. Uh, from what I understand, and you know, not to make this an Anton LaVey podcast, that uh, he had been practicing things like this for some time before he uh, gathered a, this material mm-hmm. and made a religion. And although there have been some schisms in the Church of Satan between uh, the the church's runners, right, and uh, LaVey's daughter, uh, the the organization itself continues today. Um, mm-hmm. So. Don't I'm not be, dogging it. Yeah. I'm certainly not dogging yeah. it. I'm just, I don't know, maybe stating an obvious thing. Yeah, Leveism. But maybe, I don't know, people's question would be, who is Anton LaVey? Sure. Time, right? Well, here's the thing. Despite the name, they advocate some things that are actually not that bad philosophically. Uh, yeah. I don't completely agree with everything, but that's my opinion. Uh, here, here's some of the factual things. Matt, maybe you and I can alternate on this. Sure. So he has a thing called the nine satanic statements, and they are? Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Uh, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Sick burn. Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. And represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires, which we also have a video series on. Check it out. Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours who, because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. Now, here's one of the really controversial ones, Matt. Uh, Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Mm, Murder? I don't know. Murder, I guess. I'm not sure. It's kind of a blanket statement, but there's one more. Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had as he has kept it in business all these years. So we see here uh, there's a blunt uh, candor to uh, these statements. Uh, now, these are not necessarily the commandments. These are sort of mission statements of what sure. this sort of Satanism is. However, we do have uh, what LeVay calls the satanic rules of the earth, and not to be outdone, he made 11 instead of 10. That's right. And here they are. 
One, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. That's good advice, actually. That's pretty good. When in another's lair, show them respect or else do not go there. Agreed. Four, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat them cruelly and without mercy. Whoa. It's your house, I guess. Do not make sexual advances unless you're given the mating signal, which uh, is... Yeah, they always, now, without, I was going to say, without knowing what the mating signal is, I respect the idea, but I would definitely want to know what it is because I don't want to accidentally be in that kind of environment and make a mating signal, you know? We need to come up with a universal human mating signal. Uh, yeah, there's some, like, body language things, but mm, I don't know if there's a one-size-fits-all answer. Anyhow, that's <laughs> something for another day. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you thought that was a strange one, too. Uh Six, this is pretty good. Uh Do not take that which does not belong to you. Pretty good so far. But wait, there's a comma unless it is a burden to the other person and they cry out to be relieved. That could be... There are please, different ways Ben, to take it. this for hurry from, from me, please. I, You know, I'm taking it for you, not I, from you. I really appreciate it. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. Eight, do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. Oh, I just want to go back to the previous one really fast, Ben, because... Yeah. Um, they totally I, said I've, magic works. Yeah, like magic is, magic is real, and believe it, if you don't, you're going to lose all the things you conjured. You know, one thing that's interesting about this is uh, a friend of mine who is a professor, He he studies esoteric matters like the concept of magic in the digital age, the nature of consciousness in a world where artificial intelligence uh, may soon exist. And he said something really interesting to me one time. He said, if you don't like the term magic, if you're just reacting to that term the same way people would react to something like conspiracy theorists mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, some kind of political appellation, then don't consider it magic. Call it weaponized psychology. And I thought that was really insightful, you know? I dig it, Ben. I dig it, too. I don't know if that's the same thing that these people are talking about. Perhaps. Absolutely. Because uh, in full disclosure, Matt, neither of us are Satanist, right? Right. No? Satanist? Am I? Do I know any? Are you a Satanist? He's a fair weather Satanist. Okay, Whoa. so I guess when it works out, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're a you're a you're a Satanist the way that people are fans of the Falcons here in Georgia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man, they won! Yay! Uh, uh, all right, okay. but we're not done. I, I have to also say, Ben, the one about that you just said: do not complain about anything. You mm -hmm. don't. You don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you you don't have to subject yourself to. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of people get the martyr complex and say, oh, I wish that oh, my life is so tough. I wish I didn't have to do this thing. And then this satanic rule just points out, well, if you don't have to and you really don't want to, then why are you doing it? Smart. Next, do not harm young children. I think we can all agree with that. Everybody can get behind that one, right? Yeah. 
Uh, 10. Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. So don't kill animals for funsies. Again, okay. That makes sense. What about for sacrifices? I think that is... Um, I, I mean, think, it's, you know, I, you're not being attacked. It's not for food. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you're going to eat it later. Well, maybe that's LeVay-ish Satanism instead, because we know that there are other kinds of Satanists. Mm-hmm. I've said too much. <laughs> All right, what's the very last one? <laughs> when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. That's so metal. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, um, and, and of course, you know, I want to point out again that these things we're talking about, while I don't agree with everything that is just one person's opinion and the rules that are outlined here, those 11, uh, make some really good points. Honestly, they do. Don't uh, hurt kids. Yeah. Don't it hurt animals. Makes much, so much more sense than it would if somebody just had heard that there were 11 satanic rules of the earth and you didn't know anything about them, you would assume so much worse. Way different, yeah. And this, if anything, the these are sort of rules of conduct that I think if I saw somebody behaving this way, I would consider them an upstanding person. Yeah, it's an alternative moral code to the one that a lot of us maybe knew growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, can I read you the, uh, may I read you the satanic sins though? Cause he oh, has yes. a list of sins. All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. And these are, uh, Anton LaVey, uh, said these in 1987 and he said these are the things you should avoid. There are only nine. Okay. Stupidity, pretentiousness, solipsism, self-deceit, herd conformity, lack of perspective, forgetfulness of past orthodoxies, counterproductive pride. Lack of aesthetics. So, like, having bad style or not appreciating beauty is a sin. That's that's very wow. interesting. But as we're about to find out, that is only one kind of Satanist. And that is the kind of Satanist that a lot of people in the West are familiar with, right? Yes, and we're going to get into that right when we return, because it's time for a word from our sponsor. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. And we are back. Let's cut past all of the philosophical Satanism that we talked about, which, of course, is, uh, I think, as you said, very well, Matt, it's an alternative belief system or value system. Uh, that doesn't necessarily make it a terrible thing, and it's certainly not a reason to persecute someone, especially in a country that has freedom of religion like the U.S. Yeah, it, to me, the that type of Satanism seems like a very constructed form of individualism. Yeah, yeah, there's something kind of Ayn Randy-ish mm. about it. Uh, there's a little bit of objectivism there, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging out through the word from our sponsor, because now we have, I don't know about you, Matt, again, this is just my opinion. This is the most fascinating part of this. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, definitely. It's going to get dark. Yeah, I can hear it getting darker already. I can hear it too. Yeah, our synesthesia is kicking in, man. <laughs> uh, what we are talking about now, ladies and gentlemen, is not the LaVey-ish Satanist or the atheistic Satanist, but the theistic Satanist. These are the people who believe that there is a bad guy in the universe. There is an unholy entity working against the creator of reality or illuminating it. And they said, you know what? Let's pray to that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. So they also engage in ceremonial magic. However, there are some things, as you and I were looking into Satan worship, right? Theistic Satan yeah. worship. We learned that there are some things that a lot of people haven't considered, especially when there are moral panics about widespread Satan worship. Oh, yeah. It, so what we have learned, Ben, is that accusations of Satan worship occur a lot more than the actual 
worshipping of Satan. A lot like the witches back in the day. There were a lot more people accused of being a witch than were witches. Uh, and same with McCarthyism and communists. Uh, it just, you know, when there's something that scares you, uh, you may be more inclined to accuse somebody of this thing that you're afraid of. Ah, I see. And we know that while people who were accused of witchcraft back during the Inquisition and other witch hunts, uh, while they were possibly not Christian, they probably weren't worshipping, you know, Lucifer. I, sure. There's there's fairly compelling evidence that some people accused of witchcraft were practicing a pagan religion of some mm-hmm. sort, right, or something that might be a heretical belief system. Uh, accusations of witchcraft, however, often had political or social motives behind them, especially during periods of time when an accuser or an inquisitor would potentially be entitled to part of the witch's estate yeah, upon conviction. Exactly, or if they had anything to gain whatsoever from this person right. not being there. Um, we can see similar patterns in all kinds of social panics. We, we talked about a couple of those. Even if you look at music, oh, like yeah. rock music, mm-hmm. um, all the way to the accusations of hip-hop performers like Jay-Z being secretly in league with the Illuminati, uh, which, by the way, we covered. Check out our video. Mm-hmm. And, you know... If, through the Illuminati, a lot of the times it gets lumped in with the devil. That there's a belief that the Illuminati overall mm-hmm. worships the devil or at least an evil entity. Right. Uh, there's a story here that I thought was interesting. One time Judas Priest was accused of being responsible for a crime that happened. The mm-hmm. mother of this child said that listening to Judas Priest had compelled her son to criminal acts. Uh, and they talked about what's called backward masking. Yes. And what what is that? Like, you have a better understanding of this. That's It's pretty simple. Back in the day when you had the records, mm-hmm. a lot of the times you could just, you would play the record backwards. And when you listen to the music backwards, the speech patterns of the vocals sound strange. And sometimes it sounds like words are being spoken and hidden when you play it backwards. So Judas Priest's defense against this accusation, which won the day in court, actually, was that if they had done backward masking, they would have done something like buy seven more albums. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a fairly flippant pretty compelling. answer, but also <laughs> pretty accurate. So we know that we know that this stuff continues. The vast majority of people who self-identify as theistic Satanists, and you can find these organizations mm-hmm. or these individuals easily online, uh, they come from comparatively recent organizations in history. Uh, what we mean by this is they're relatively new ideologies or de- denominations, and of course you will find a wealth of people insisting that they're from what is sort of the golden goose of our question, Mm -hmm. a multi-generational theistic Satan worshiping community, uh, similar to the way that, uh, the, the family in true detective, right. Is, is, uh, not quite satanic, but definitely a neo-pagan, very messed up evil thing. And what we found out from our video Mm-hmm. That, you know, the thing that at least the creator of that series talked about, there was that one case where there actually was a group of Satan worshipers who at mm-hmm. least they believed they worshipped Satan. Right. And that is a pretty disturbing story. I thought you did a great job editing that. 
Uh, I know that's one of those. Sometimes you guys, when Matt and I go into something pretty deep and dark, uh, we feel like you just can't wash it off, you know? Yeah, I go into a hole sometimes and just shiver alone in the dark. But we do know that if there are real multi-generational lines of theistic Satan worshipers, then there are some problems with verifying their existence. How do we how do we say it? Right. Yeah. Well, sure. This sort of worship was I mean, you could get yourself killed, executed by the state or the church for a long time there. Um, I mean, it, it would be very difficult to openly worship the devil or Satan pretty much at any time. Even right now, it would be difficult, I think. With as progressive as we are right now, uh-huh. if you are super open about it, I think your life is not going to be easy, at least. Well, especially if you're if you're a person who is worshiping the idea of Satan as presented in the Bible, mm-hmm. right, or in biblical canon, because then you would be actively doing things that are against the law. Yeah. Your alignment would be, I believe, chaotic evil. Done. If we're doing great, a great reference. role-playing joke, yeah. Uh, well, there's another thing here, too, Matt. Uh, numerous organizations purporting to have some sort of ancient lineage have been proven to be hoaxes, or at least, if we're going to give them a benefit of a doubt, they have been lying, at least in part, about their origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say something else, too. Earlier I said neo-pagan. Uh, I don't believe that there's anything wrong or inherently evil about neo-paganism oh sure i mean it's one of those you i haven't seen in recent memory uh a group of neo-pagans band together and kill everyone who's not neo-pagan yeah sure i i'm never heard of neo-pagans doing anything wrong actually that i can recall Mm. well history is long and there's a lot of stuff for us to dig through i'm sure we could find the last thing i want to mention here are freemasons now, we will go online and you will see all kinds of videos and websites about how Freemasons worship Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a book for Christmas a couple years ago called Freemasons 101. Now, I'm not saying it's the Bible of the Freemasons or, you know, it's not the go-to book. You can't go there and find all the answers. Um, but it talked a lot about how there was some confusion about worshiping the devil with Freemasons. I don't have all the information, uh-huh. but I would highly recommend you going out there and doing some research uh, if you hear about this kind of thing. Because a lot of it, at least from my experience, is rumor mm-hmm. um, and probably not true. But I don't know for sure. I see what you're saying. That's fair. And we know that Freemason Lodges have acquired, at times, uh, a shady reputation. But a lot of that would be judging off of one bad apple in many ways. Well, and, and it's also just secrecy in itself. Sure. And there's, there's a great deal of, um, there is a great deal of inherent secrecy in something like that. However, in the age of the internet, it is super, super easy to find that information. Now, is it disrespectful to people who wish that kind of privacy? Um, yeah, you know, in, in a lot of ways it is. It's, uh, Certainly, for instance, it would be disrespectful to Scientologists, right, where a lot of the documents that are supposed to be restricted, if you're a Scientologist, right, they are available free mm-hmm. online. And, uh, you know, it, it goes back to your idea of is this ethical? Sure. 
But, uh, yeah, with Freemasons, a lot of the fascinating stories that you can read here um, nowadays are going to tend to be more factual than the rumors that would spread, you know, when people didn't have the ability to Google something. The Internet does tend to shed light on things, too many things sometimes. (laughs) And all kinds of uh, noise as well, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a very interesting point. I don't know if we ever talked about this. This is so tangential, but there's this, there's this great idea that secrecy used to be based on restricting information, right? Before the digital age. And now it's based on inundating you yep. with information. And I always wonder when we're really cooking with gas, Matt, I always wonder if we we're going to find one of those needles in the haystack, you know, one of those diamonds in the rough and have somebody show up at our doors. Oh, geez. Well, I can give you one little needle in the haystack. What's that? The Trans-Pacific Partnership. Ah. It feels, just to me, this yeah. is completely, uh, in my opinion, but it seems like there are a lot of things happening and in the news right now that might be to obfuscate the idea of the Trans-Pacific hmm. Partnership. I don't know, Ben. I don't know. Well, let's look into it. Let's find out. And uh, listeners, those of you who perked up when you heard us mention this, uh, write to us and let us know if you want us to cover this in more depth. Uh, but before we continue with our allegations of Satanism, speaking of Freemasons, uh, I have a book that I thought people would enjoy, Matt. Oh, heck yeah. Let's hear about it. All right. So... It's called The Origin of Satan, How Christians Demonize Jews, Pagans, and Heretics. This is clearly coming from an agenda of sorts, mm-hmm. right? Uh, written by an author named Elaine Pagels and narrated by Suzanne Torin. Uh, this is an audiobook that I would recommend to our listeners who want to learn more about the history and evolution of the modern figure that we equate with Satan today. And if you want to get this book, we would recommend you head on over to audible.com. They've got over 150,000 titles to choose from, like that one, The Origin of Satan. And it's, you can find fiction, nonfiction, bestsellers, pretty much anything you would ever want to find. Uh, you can get a free app for your iPhone or whatever phone you use, really. Sure. If it's a smartphone. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. You can download it, listen to these things when you're on the road, maybe on your commute or when you're working out. Mm -hmm. Um, it's pretty awesome. You can fill your head with all kinds of knowledge. Or when you're just sitting in a dark room by yourself. I do that a lot. Um, really? Is that just me? All right. Well, moving on, a little bit of a background about the book. Who is Satan in the New Testament, and what is this evil that he represents? In this groundbreaking book, Elaine Pagel's Princeton's Distinguished Historian of Religion traces the evolution of Satan from its origins in the Hebrew Bible, where Satan is at first merely obstructive, to the New Testament, where Satan becomes the prince of darkness, the bitter enemy of God and man, evil incarnate. I think this is an informative book for anybody Let's learn more with that. And there's some good news. If you listen to our show, uh, turns out we have a little bit of pull with Audible. That's right. You can get a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership if you check it out. And you can check that out today. It doesn't have to be uh, The Origins of Satan. It can be whichever of those 150,000-plus titles strikes your fancy. And all you have to do is go to audiblepodcast.com slash conspiracy. Let them know that Matt and Ben sent you. That's audiblepodcast.com slash conspiracy. 
All right, you guys, let's get into the allegations of Satanism throughout time, 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 time. This is just a giant list that Ben and I are going to go through. If you hear something that you're interested in, get on that Google and just find it, man. There's all kinds of stuff for you on that Google, and you can find it. But be careful, my friends, because a search engine is a lot like an abyss. If you search long enough, it starts searching you. Whatever. Yeah, yeah sure. that, that was better in my head. Uh, so one thing that we noticed in our YouTube comments is that quite a few people said, why don't you cover uh, these various groups that mm-hmm. are clearly Satanist? And we have covered these folks. So if we say something that strikes your interest, check out our videos. Search uh, YouTube.com forward slash conspiracy stuff or check out our website, stuff they want you know dot com. And you will probably find uh, one, two or even three part series on these on these guys. So with a devilish drum roll, please. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. 
Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. Perfect. Let's start naming groups accused of Satanism. That was unexpected. It was really good. So the first one is the Illuminati. Nice. Beat me to it. Uh, and, all right. the, and the Bohemian Grove, Ben. Ah, yes. Uh possibly separate entities but oh who knows man who maybe knows? not what about the royal family ah yes which one right all of them all of them uh what about the bilderbergs Ooh, that's a great one trilateral commission the business council oh yeah and uh what about the Rothschilds? Oh, that's one of those families. How about any of those families? The Warburgs, right. the Rockefellers, the, the any name that you think is associated with having a certain amount of money. I'm surprised, really, that Bill Gates and Warren Buffett haven't been accused of Satanism yet. We just haven't found the accusation. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere small on a GeoCities page. Right, yeah. Ouch, GeoCities. Uh, it's not online anymore, is it? You have to use the Wayback Machine. It's true, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So we did the Freemasons, the mm-hmm. Rosicrucians, uh, the Council for Foreign Affairs, right? Oh, man. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, the Jesuits, of all people, at yeah. times have been accused of worshiping Satan. It's very strange to me. Um, I've even seen the Catholic Church itself, like the Vatican, mm-hmm. lumped in there because of some of the symbols that they use. Uh, like that, the acorn and what was the other thing? Oh, the obelisks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the obelisks are a huge thing too. And if you, I, I don't blame people because if you just look at an obelisk, it's really weird. And why of all things did you build that strangely phallic monument? That's why. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I just figured, thank you. You just, <laughs> you just hit me to it. The Actually, lo- it does go back to, uh, yeah, the male phallic imagery. That's well, the whole point of it. will never be the same. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, let's see, some other groups that have been accused of this, uh, it's sad and it's heartbreaking, but we'd be remiss if we didn't point it out. Over the course of history, the three Abrahamic religions, especially denominations or facets, schools of thought in those three religions have accused each other more or less continually across history of uh, not only being misled in their Mm -hmm. choice of belief system, but actively worshiping the devil. So they said this about uh, Christians have said this about Judaism. uh, Christians have said this about Islam, right? And is uh, people who follow Islam have said this Mm -hmm. about other religions. It's a mess. I think it's interesting. It goes back to the idea that Satan is this great trickster and will make you believe that something is true that is not, and something is not true that is. So you basically get um, mixed around, and you mm-hmm. think that what's up is down, and down is up, and then you end up worshiping Satan. When Accidentally. You thought, yeah, you thought you were worshiping God. 
I, I think that's an interesting idea and why it kind of shapes the views of the other religions at times in history. Right. Yeah. You'll, you'll see this. And it's, I'm so glad you mentioned that because you see that idea playing out in, uh, purported explanations of a Freemason power structure too, right? That there's only an inner circle who knows what's actually going on. And the outer circle is just there for, you know, social cachet, right? Yeah. You're worshiping the great architect, Mm -hmm. but you didn't know the great architect is Satan. (laughs) That voice is killing me, man. (laughs) My bad. I, I don't know what happened. It's like, it's not even coming from you. I'm hearing it in different corners of the room and that's weird. Yeah. Noel's crying a little bit of blood. That's strange. <laughs> well, let's soldier on. But, <laughs> oh, God, get, get a tissue. But now, finally, our million, million dollar question. Okay, are there, aside from these allegations, which have not been proven, are there genuine cases of people purposefully conducting evil rites to venerate or communicate with an otherworldly, supernatural, unholy monster beyond the stars. You know what I mean? Like, is that, is it real? That was poetic, man. Oh, thanks, man. Yes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There are the cases we mentioned on the show with the one that is, uh, likely an inspiration for true detective. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely something that I would caution you about. If you are easily offended or, bothered there there are some very disturbing details but so okay so we know those cases we mentioned on the show uh there's an alleged devil worship ring in italy known as the beast of satan i found a biased source christian world news Mm -hmm. uh that estimates there are 800 satanic cults in italy alone and we had to note those have not been proven there have been numerous serial killers that claim to be involved with some kind of dark dark satanic Arts, some kind of rites or mm, rituals. Yeah. Um, this includes killers like the son of Sam, Richard Ramirez, Otis Toole, yeah. and a bunch more. And you can look into the four pie movement. Mm-hmm. The hand of death. Super interesting. We did an episode on that and it's still to this day one of the most, uh, I don't know. I'll sit down and watch it sometimes, even though I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It's I'd, just weird. Yeah. I'm surprised that there has not been an in-depth feature film on that because it's such a strange and fascinating story. But then there are other people, perhaps you listeners who say, if you think about it, it's not surprising at all. All right. There's another book that we found uh, in the name of Satan. Uh, This book concerns an incident where these teenagers, Royce Casey, Jacob Delashmet and Joe Fiorella we're in a band called Hatred, and they believe that they have found a way to make the ultimate offering to the Prince of Darkness. They sacrificed an innocent girl uh, and dragged her to an area they believed would serve as the devil's altar. They drugged her, they attacked her, they stabbed her. Jeez. And uh, we'll find that a lot of the cases of people who are saying that they are a theistic Satanist, uh, they're really throwing this idea on a sort of window dressing to their crimes. Yeah. You know, uh, and so it's more, I think, a case of cases of disturbed individuals. Yeah. Well, it, to me, it's almost an, not an excuse to go through with some of those dark thoughts, but it's a maybe for the person. It's a nice way to try and justify it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Not nice at all. It's not nice at all. It's just a way for them to justify it. 
I imagine that's uh, correct, which makes it even more disturbing. And here's another example. If we're talking about rationalization, in 2002, a young married British couple admitted to a ritual satanic killing, uh, and they were told they could spend the rest of their lives in a secure psychiatric unit. There's this belief then that there was a bizarre underground occult group in Britain. A lady named Manuela Ruda, she was 23 at the time, told a German court she had become a vampire in London. And her husband, Daniel Ruda, I assume, 26, uh, was given a prison sentence. So they had 13 years for her, 15 years for him. Uh, they had hacked one of their friends to death in a flat uh, in Germany and... If you read the details of the story, one of the reasons they picked him is because he had sort of a milder demeanor and like the Beatles. Really? Yeah, which doesn't sound, it sounds to me more like a rationalization for wanting to kill someone than it does, uh, you know, feeling compelled by dark forces to do so. Ugh, gives you an icky feeling thinking about this stuff. That's not the last example. Yeah, in 2008, a gang of Satan worshippers murdered four teenagers by stabbing each of them 666 times. Yeah, the number of the wounds is the same as that revered by followers of the devil, which, not to be pedantic, the number is not actually 666. That's a mistranslation, right? Yes, Ben, it's possible that that number is actually 616. So... They're not doing the research, but these these people, this gang uh, would kidnap. They kidnapped kids who were 16, 17, which I still think qualifies as a kid uh, and then attack them. And this was in Russia, about 300 miles northeast of Moscow. They also ate parts of their victims, Jeez. which brings us to one other case. And I, I you know, we're hammering at home, but we're. Barely scratching the surface of murders that are alleged to be part of satanic rites. This uh, past month, Matt, uh, for anyone listening to this podcast, when it comes out, October 2014, uh, just as people were preparing for Halloween, three people were arrested for killing and cannibalizing at least two men in Clemens, North Carolina. Uh, the male who is, you know, sort of the ringleader is named Pazuzu Ila Algarad, uh, 35 years old, and his accomplices listed as Amber Nicole Birch, 24, Crystal Nicole Matlock, 28. Uh, so. And those are just the people arrested so far, right? Yeah, I think the, those are going to be the main three. Uh, this Pazuzu guy, a real character for everybody wondering, hey, does that name sound familiar? Yeah, it's the demon from The Exorcist. Turns out Pazuzu's mother is a Satanist and yes, named her son that. Oh, that was just going to turn out great, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh the I don't know the entirety of the story. I know that they're still looking for more bodies. They found the men buried in the backyard and they found animals as well. Uh, so these are certainly not levee type Satanists or uh, atheistic Satanists. <sighs> so, Matt, got to ask you, my favorite part of the show, what's the verdict? The verdict is uh, don't name your children names of demons from popular films. Mm -hmm. uh, you're just setting yourself up for failure or maybe win, depending on what you believe. Uh, but I would say don't do that. I think, Ben, that this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, people 
in my experience, can uh, make themselves believe a lot of things. And I, I personally don't think that a Satan, a, a Satan that can be worshipped exists, my personal opinion. Okay. However, I definitely think that some people could convince themselves that it's true and do things, like we said before, to, uh, I don't know, to strengthen those beliefs. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, this is so interesting to me because it's one of the longest running, most pervasive conspiracy theories in the, in the world of this sort of thought. And that's the idea that the earth is run, or at least part of the earth is run by a faction of people who have a secret religion. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. As crazy as it might sound, it is possible to have a secret religion. And really, when we see most of that, it's just it's religion where outsiders are not allowed to see certain stuff. Mm-hmm. But they'll you'll you'll know that there is a religion that you're not part of for something to be so secret that people don't even know about it. That's kind of tough. And for a long, long, long time, I was very, very skeptical about this. Um, but recent events uh, in the United Kingdom have convinced me that it is possible for people at the top of a social hierarchy to keep secrets uh, that otherwise should never have been kept. And, and I'm talking specifically about the child abuse allegations, largely seeming factual, uh, regarding Cyril Smith, um, what's his name, Jimmy Seville. Yeah. And uh, these guys kept secrets for decades and they had assistance from the government and if we just took out child abuse and put in satanism uh then the mechanism of keeping something like that secret still holds which is terrifying it would be the same right so just just as an uh an anecdote here i used to work at a country club a prominent country club Mm -hmm. in atlanta and I knew a lot of the members' names because I worked there, and one of the things was you had to yeah, address people by their names when they show up. One of the only things you'll find if you go online and search for this group or the members of this club is an old web page that you have to have a member ID to log in and search it at all. And I was trying to find, like, look up some of these old members because I actually uh, somewhat became friends with some of them, and you can't find their names anywhere hmm. some of these really prominent people and it just makes me think oh i don't know man if it's that easy to hide yourself on the internet ah uh, yeah just well, for that simple thing like your information about being a, a member of a country club privacy is one of the new elite privileges you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh it's it's uh increasingly difficult for people to attain online privacy so i can see how it's definitely at a premium And I guess what you and I are both saying then is that through different means, we have found that it is possible for someone to keep a secret, uh, whether that secret be a crime or whether that secret be some sort of uh, belief system. And that's to me, that's strange, um, especially because, you know, Matt, you and I work ardently to make sure that we respect other people's belief systems. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
even in some cases, belief systems that specifically say people like you and I are very, very bad. Yeah. But enough about us. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we would like to hear what you think. Are there real devil worshippers? Are they uh, multi-generational? Are they spanning the globe, working in secret to bring down humanity or usher in a new dark age? And, uh, if, yeah. and if there is a group like that, what exactly do you think they worship? What, like, what the heck is it, man? Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your ideas. And we would also like to hear your suggestions for upcoming episodes. We want to give a big thank you to everybody who sent in Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah, we got so many great pictures. Mm-hmm. We're going to be posting those on Facebook and Twitter pretty soon. And, and I just yeah. want to again thank mm-hmm. Moses. Again, I said his name incorrectly. We I did. call him sorry, Moses. Moses. I'm yeah. sorry, dude. I did it too. Thank you so much for sending in that uh, mm-hmm. the story that we read last week. It was mm-hmm. great. You rock. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And we also have a bank of great stories that we might come back to. Uh, it doesn't have to be Halloween. All right, so we're on the way out. There's Oh, there's one last thing, Matt. Uh, if people want to send us an email, they totally can, but where should they send it? You can send all your emails to conspiracy at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit testtube.com slash conspiracy stuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at conspiracy stuff. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax. Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. 
your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.